Merry Christmas and thank you for joining me for our Christmas Eve worship. We're going to begin right now with hymn number 55, O Come All Ye Faithful. O come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant, O come ye, O come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of angels, O come let us adore him, O come let us adore him, O come let us adore him, Christ the Lord. God from true God and light from light eternal, born of a virgin to earth he comes. Only begotten Son of God the Father, O come let us adore him, O come let us adore him, O come let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Sing choirs of angels, sing in exaltation, Sing, all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God, all glory in the highest. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Christ the Lord. We worship in the name of our triune God, the Father, who sent his Son to save us, the Son who is true God and also true man, born of the Virgin Mary, and the Holy Spirit who calls us to faith in God's Son. Amen. Behold, a virgin has conceived and born a son. His name is called Emmanuel. He is the shoot that grew out of the stem of Jesse. This son is the branch that grew out of Jesse's roots. He is the promised star out of Jacob. He is the ruler out of Israel. Sing, O heavens, for the Lord has done it. Rejoice greatly and shout for joy, for through him we have the tender mercy of our God. He is our day spring from on high. He came to give us light because the world without him sat in darkness. I want to see him. I want to behold him. How my heart yearns within me. For our scripture reading today, we'll hear portions of the Christmas story from Luke chapter 1 and 2. Beginning at Luke chapter 1, verse 26, going to Luke 2, verse 20. 
In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel? since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be barren is in her sixth month. For nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were shepherds living in, out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the babe who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things 
and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. We'll continue now with a second hymn, hymn number 63, Angels We Have Heard on High. Angels we have heard on high, sweetly singing o'er the plains, and the mountains in reply, echoing their joyous strains. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Gloria in excelsis Deo. Shepherds, why this jubilee? Why your joyous strains prolong? What the gladsome tidings be which inspire your heavenly song? Gloria in excelsis Deo. Christmas Eve is from Luke chapter 2 verses 8 to 14. I shared those verses with you before, but I'll share with you the angel's message in those verses again. The angel said to the shepherds, do not be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for all people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then the whole group of angels said, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Let's bow our heads for prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, who art our strength and our salvation. Amen.
my dear fellow worshipers of the Christ child, in our special Wednesday Advent services, we've been looking at different angelic messages that came to individuals to help people to prepare for Christmas. Heavenly messages from heavenly messengers. We saw, oh, how the angel Gabriel went to Zechariah and told elderly Zechariah that he and his also elderly wife Elizabeth, that the two of them, that they in their old age were going to be blessed with a child who would be called John the Baptist, who would be the one who would prepare the way for the Lord. We heard about how the angel Gabriel also went to Mary to tell Mary that she, even though she was a virgin, she would be the mother of the promised Savior, that in her womb in a special miracle, the Son of God would be there. And an angel also appeared to Joseph to tell Joseph that, well, he knew that his wife, his supposed to be wife, was pregnant and he knew that he wasn't the father. And, and the angel said, no, don't worry about that. What's conceived in her, it's from the Holy Spirit. Take her home as your wife because he's going to be the son of, he's going to be the savior of the world. And now tonight we're looking at what is perhaps the most majestic of the announcements. The most majestic of the announcements as we look at this heavenly message from heavenly messengers to the shepherds, the angelic announcement to the shepherds. And, and in that announcement, what we can recognize is that the angel and the angels as a group, they told, well, the shepherds and also us, do not be afraid, and the Savior has been born. It's kind of interesting, but the first people that the Bible tells us about who had the opportunity to hear about the birth of the Savior, they were these shepherds, and oftentimes shepherds, they were viewed as kind of the poor and the despised in Palestine by, by some, and perhaps they received this message first because the gospel message is not a message that's meant for the proud, those who think they don't need a savior, but rather it's for those who are humble in spirit, who acknowledge the fact that they need God's help, they need the help of a savior. And it's not surprising when, when the angel appeared to the shepherds that when they first saw the angel, they were just absolutely terrified. They were terrified because, well, the angel came, it says, in the glory of the Lord. And if we had been the shepherds, if we had been back there at that point in time, if we saw the angel, our first thoughts probably would have been that the Lord was sending that angel to punish us for our sins. That's why the angel immediately told those, those shepherds, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be 
to all people. The shepherds, they were not to be afraid because this angel wasn't a bearer of bad news or of judgment. He had some great news for those shepherds and, and for all the people of the world. Even though those, even though we don't really expect it, for us as believers, if God or an angel from God were to appear to us, likewise we would also be afraid like those shepherds were. But the fact is, is that we wouldn't have to be afraid. Oh, we can think of our loving Heavenly Father who, who wants all people in heaven with him. We daily sin much against our God and, and on our own we deserve nothing but punishment. Yet God still loves us. God still loves us. And that's why he sent Jesus into the world. And that's why the angel could say to the shepherds and to us, do not be afraid. And now, a God like that who loves us despite our sins, that's not a God that we need to fear or be afraid of. He's a God that we'll want to love. At Christmas time, what we often do is we give gifts to our loved ones, to our friends, and, well, to our Lord. When we think about giving him a gift, well, let's give him ourselves and, our, and entrust ourselves into his care. Since our Heavenly Father loves us so much that he gave us his Son to be our Savior, let's dedicate our lives to living now for him. The great news that the angel had to tell the shepherds was that the Savior had been born in the city of David. Those shepherds, they probably knew the prophecy from the book of Isaiah, from the book of Micah, which says, but you Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel. When the angel said that the Christ was going to be born, that he was born in Bethlehem, most likely those shepherds would have immediately said, this must be the promised one. The promised one has finally come. He is the son of David. That means that he's true man, but he's also Christ the Lord. He is true God. He is the God-man and able to be our Savior. Well, the angel said, And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And that statement really must have sounded like a bit of a contradiction to those shepherds. The king of the Jews was a little baby. He was wrapped in swaddling clothes and strips of cloth. He was born in a barn. That was not the majestic entrance into the world that those shepherds probably expected of their newborn king. 
That's probably not what they were expecting, but that kind of an entrance into the world really fits who our Savior is. He came into this world for the purpose of saving us. And to save us, he had to humble himself with his suffering and death on the cross to pay for our sins, to be our Savior. And then all of a sudden, after that message, then, then this army of angels appeared, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Notice those words of praise. They give all the glory to God, to the God of heaven. They announced a peace on earth, and, and that peace, it's the peace of God which surpasses all understanding. It's the peace of knowing that, yeah, we're sinners who would deserve God's wrath and punishment, but, but in Jesus our sins are paid for. And the sins that would have separated us from God that would have kept us from eternal life, they're gone and they're not a problem anymore. And that's why we have peace with God and we don't have to be afraid of God. And it says that that peace with God and everything that Jesus did, it all happened because of God's goodwill, the goodwill toward men. It's because of God's grace and mercy because Jesus came and because he humbled himself for us. The God of heaven has established peace between us, sinful mankind, and God. And that peace is there by that pure act of grace and mercy of Jesus coming and being our Savior. And now see, that's the real meaning of Christmas. God in his grace and love giving us the greatest gift of all. That's the gospel message on which our salvation depends. So, so let's join those angels in saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. What a special heavenly message from heavenly messengers. Oh, Many of us will probably be opening Christmas gifts maybe tonight and maybe tomorrow, but let's never forget the greatest Christmas gift of all. Our Heavenly Father, He gave us His Son to be our Savior. Remember that special heavenly message from a heavenly messenger from 2,000 years ago. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Amen. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Let's, let's pray. Almighty God, you made this holy night shine with the brightness of the true light. Grant that as we have known on earth the wonder of that light, we may also behold him in all his glory in the life to come. 
We pray through your only Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. And, oh, it's only appropriate as I'm looking at a little bit of a blizzard outside. Let's, let's pray. Lord God, we ask you to please be with us and to give us a wonderful Christmas. And, well, because Jesus came, that's really the only kind of Christmas we can have, a wonderful Christmas, because he came to be our Savior. But in this wintry season, please watch over us, Keep us safe in your loving care. And we gather up all of the prayers we have tonight as we join in praying. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you his peace. Amen. Again, thank you for joining me for worship for our Christmas Eve service. Maybe a reminder, Christmas Day, we do have our regular schedule because it's a Sunday morning here at Calvary with worship at 8 and 10.30 and, and Bible class and Sunday school in between the services. That's what I have for announcements right now. I hope to see you for Christmas Day. Pray that we all are, are safe and have an enjoyable Christmas time in our Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord bless and keep you always. Merry Christmas. <laughs>